This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Halloween events are popping up all over the place. They include some family-friendly events as well, including a parade out in Vancouver. Community reporter Nathan Clement has more on the event. Hey, good morning, Nathan. Good morning, Dave. How are you today? Nathan, I'm great. I uh, was trying hard for a month to fight against the uh, flow of Halloween stories, but now I think it's okay to start exploring a couple days out. The Parade of Lost Souls and the Parade of Little Souls is going down this Saturday in Van City. So what's happening at this parade? What's great about the Parade of Lost Souls and the Parade of Little Souls is it takes place on Commercial Drive in downtown, uh, outside of downtown outside of downtown Vancouver. So already, you know, the energy is going to be high. There's going to be a lot of celebration, a lot of energy on that road, on that street. So starting at 630, we have the Parade of Little Souls. So mostly a family-friendly event where the kids can come out. The kids can walk down the street, scare everyone. And then after that is at 730 is the main parade of Lost Souls, so everyone's coming out for that one. And they're using a multiverse theme for this one, but mostly a lot of different dresses, a lot of different costumes are welcome. Get creative, get crazy for it. Then after that, they do an after party at 10 p.m. just to celebrate the evening. It's hosted by a the Dusty Flowerpot Cabaret, a massive collective of actors, so there's going to be a lot of creativity, a lot of just life and energy on commercial drive oh that sounds like a blast october 28th the britannia library in vancouver is where it kicks off then a parade and a party that ends at a cabaret talking my language dustyflowerpotcabaret.com dustyflowerpotcabaret.com to learn more nathan maybe halloween is not everyone's thing well lumiere is showcasing an illuminated art installation within the city each year large art works of art are displayed outdoors for locals what are some of the featured art installations this year the one i'm looking forward to most and shocking as a cyclist is the bicycle so <laughs> there's gonna be there's gonna be one of a bike as well as there is a underwater display which uh, makes you feel like you're going deep under a pool so that's gonna be pretty unique and pretty um different as well there's a couple more one featuring a dragon and there's going to be some that I've seen in previous years. And as the augmented reality becomes more and more popular, they're using the cell phones. So there's going to be a couple of like hidden displays. As you get down to the site, you may want to pull out your phone and see. So I'm definitely going to be curious to check out those ones just because you never know what to expect. What is some advice you have for people to maximize their experience in the planning phase? One of the great things is it's over from the 2nd to the 6th of November. So you have time, you don't need to hit every single one every single night. So definitely make sure you're hitting up like little areas that you can. So they're taking place in the West End, Cold Harbor, the Financial District. There's plenty of displays at the Bentall Center, for example, as well as Gastown and uh, Yale Town. So 
make sure you're not rushing yourself in there. But what's great about all these locations where all these light displays are going to be is it's close to restaurants, it's close to other places. So you can have a dinner, go check out some displays or go check out displays and have a dinner. You can really take that time to spread out your evening or spread out the next couple of days. So the uh, website to learn more here is LumiereYVR.com and Lumiere is spelled L-U-M-I-E-R-E, L-U-M-I-E-R-E, LumiereYVR.com. Nathan, one more event to talk about here, the Infinite an immersive experience. There's a chance for Vancouverites to enjoy the cosmos in an immersive exploration of space. So what exactly is this experience all about? What the Infinite is, it's a augmented reality display for an hour long where you can just go around the International Space Station, check out space oh, and really sick. learn what, what it learns to be an astronaut, have a meal with astronauts and just completely tour around and experience the immersive lifestyle and the highs, but also the struggles of what it means to be up there, thousands and thousands of kilometers away from Earth. Oh, that is so, that's so cool. I almost cursed there by mistake. That's how cool I think it is. <laughs> what are some of the accessibility needs, needs uh, need to knows before somebody heads out to this one? Uh, the big thing is it's going to be in a, in a dark room, a lot of this place. So just making sure that you're going to be safe and you have people there that you can get around with, as well as it's on the Rocky Mountaineer, which is an older train. So just making sure that accessibility will be easier to access and um, making sure that there's going to be ways that you're able to get up and see the displays. Whoa, 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 it's it's on the train? It's on the actual Rocky Mountaineer? I believe, yeah, yeah, I believe so. Oh, that's sick. If I had an infinite amount of money, speaking of infinite, that Rocky Mountaineer trip from uh, Vancouver to Banff is something I want to do so badly. I've done the Via train to uh, Jasper, which was super cool through the Rockies, but I hear the Rocky Mountaineer is like a totally different experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've never done the Rocky Mountaineer. I've seen it so many times on different highways all across the uh, all across the province. It's one of those most beautiful things that we're so lucky living in a province like BC, just having that kind of scenery and oh, something man. like the Rocky Mountaineer is so special and so beautiful. Oh, oh, now I've now, now you've got me craving a trip to Vancouver, Nathan. I I still haven't made my vacation plans for my birthday week. Maybe I've got to get out there to uh, to do some Rocky Mountaineer and the Infinite Experience. Nathan, uh, thank you for this. Have a great day. You too have a great one. Thank you. By the way, if you want to learn more about The Infinite Experience, you can visit their website, theinfiniteexperience.world, infiniteexperience.world, November the 15th to January the 14th at the Rocky Mountaineer. Oh, man, that does line up with my vacation time. Oh, maybe Papa Bear's going to Vancouver for his 40th birthday. Seems like a great place to have my midlife crisis. Nathan Clement is a community reporter in Vancouver, British Columbia. In one minute, Laura Bain will have the entertainment report. But first, there's some more options for your smart home technology. Mike Dubusky tells you about them in Tech Trends. 
Jennifer Pattinson Tui covers smart home tech for The Verge. She says Matter is a technology designed to make all the smart home systems play nice together, from Apple Home to Samsung SmartThings to Amazon Alexa. Make our connected gadgets be able to communicate with each other locally in our home so that we can control them with whatever voice assistant or smart home app we would like to. This week, the Connectivity Standards Alliance, which makes Matter, added compatibility for a whole bunch of new connected devices, including robot vacuum cleaners, smoke detectors, and... Washing machines, no dryers, unfortunately. Tui says it should make the smart home easier to use, but it's still an early step towards Matter's adoption. It's an exciting one, but unfortunately it doesn't mean that by Christmas we're all going to be using our smart refrigerators to tell us when our washing machine's done. With Tech Trends, I'm Mike Dubusky, <laughs> ABC News. Oh, I like that line on the out there. Thank you very much, Mike. Switching to the world of entertainment, Laura, I've been fighting against the flow of Halloween stories, but you're already bringing me Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving and Christmas stories. Well, you know, it, it's it's time day for those Thanksgiving stories. Yeah, so a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special. It's turning 50 this November, um, of course, coinciding with American Thanksgiving. And in honor of the anniversary, a new version of the soundtrack has just been released. Oh. So the soundtrack, it can be streamed on platforms such as Apple Music and Spotify. It's been remixed and remastered, and it features multiple previously never-before-released songs by beloved composer Vince Guaraldi. So people will find that exciting. I just gave it a listen. It also has quite a few studio nuggets on there, kind of for the super fans, like chit chat between oh, cool. uh, Guaraldi and yeah, and maybe even a few like a few swear words. I think you can still play it around the kids, though. Uh, it's pretty subtle. There was a few times where I like had to rewind to be like, "Did I just? Did I just hear what I thought I heard there?" But it's it's kind of buried. But I think uh, I think like I say, super fans will be really into that. So, uh, you know, to be honest, I'm really familiar with a Charlie Brown Christmas, mm -hmm. and of course the Charlie Brown Christmas tree from that special. But I, I I'm sure I watched it as a kid, but just not as familiar with the Thanksgiving Day special. You know, it, it's it's funny, Laura. When you when you first brought this to my attention yesterday, I was like, "Oh yeah, the Thanksgiving special. That's the Christmas special." No, it's <laughs> it's, it's not. Um, I I was also say I'm less familiar with it too. Uh, it doesn't mean that it's still not beautiful. I, I just love the composition that is done around these specials. It, it, there was something that was so beautiful and organic and original about it that it just felt so special. Whether it was the Thanksgiving or the Christmas. I got a question for you though. You know, if we're going to wander down this pathway a couple months early, what is sure. your favorite holiday TV special or movie? Or is it just all the Hallmark holiday movies? Cuz I know that season has already begun. Uh yeah, I love all the Hallmark movies. It's true. I'm kind of like, I want to lie there, but I'm not going to. Any cheesy kind of holiday rom-com like gets me in the feels. But uh, for me, it's not Christmas without watching the 1951 Scrooge movie with Alistair Sims. I'm not sure oh, if you're familiar with that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, the story's been told so many times. But yeah, the, 50, the 1951 version is awesome. Yeah, we always watched that every Christmas with my grandparents. So, you know, it was, uh, there were parts of it that were a little scary for me as a kid, like the ghost of, of Christmas future or whatever. But uh, yeah, I sort of feel like I have to give that a watch every year to make it Christmas. What about for you? I'll stay in the animated world. Uh, I don't know if you remember Garfield, like the Garfield cartoon, the cat who loved lasagna and napping, which mm -hmm. is sort of mm -hmm. speaking to my adult life as well. They do an amazing Christmas special with Garfield. I, I probably 
haven't seen it in 10 or 15 years, but I, I used to just love that one every time it would play around Christmas. I, I, there's just something so like loving and familial about it um, that just so relatable. I, I loved the Garfield Christmas special, and I do find myself almost every year watching It's a Wonderful Life on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Uh, just, you know, it's a nice, it's a nice sort of getaway with the, with the family, you know? I'm a fan of that one, and I cry every time at the end. It's it's unavoidable. <laughs> uh, Laura, one last question here on the way out, and it's about food. I'm doing the same thing I did yeah. to Rebecca Dingwell with you on the way out here. What are you going to snack on, or like like in terms of a holiday snack, a holiday movie, a holiday TV show? What's sort of the holiday snack that gets you in the holiday mood? Yeah, so that's it for me. I think it has to be holiday themed. Uh, my snack of choice for watching holiday movies would probably be like uh, Christmas cookies. Yeah. Uh, like some iced shortbreads and maybe some <laughs> some clementines to go along <laughs> with them and just sort of break up some of that sugar. Nice cup of cocoa. Uh, what about for you? You said the magic word, uh, shortbread cookies. I love shortbread cookies. My Aunt Dorothy used to make the best, best, best shortbread cookies. My Aunt Mary made good ones too, but my Aunt Dorothy were just killer, killer, killer. Um, I am not a baker, so I buy my shortbread cookies now. But uh, yeah, good, good, good times there. And uh, definitely a nice cup of cocoa, a little hot chocolate. That works too. Hey, Laura, thanks for uh, putting me in the holiday mood. Maybe a little bit early, but I still appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. Thanks, Dave. You know, I also think about American Thanksgiving in the context of being a great day of football. Triple header, baby. I, uh, I'm unsurprisingly taking the Friday after American Thanksgiving off. I'll give you one hint on what I'm doing that Thursday afternoon. <laughs> hey, I want to remind you that speaking of the end of November, around American Thanksgiving, in fact, just after American Thanksgiving, AMI has a really cool opportunity for you to be part of a live studio audience. Kelly and Ramya are taping a special episode on Monday, November the 27th. They're looking for 50 people, 5-0, to be part of the audience. So if you live in the Toronto area or you're going to be in the Toronto area on November the 27th and you want to participate, you should send an email right now, literally right now. Pull up your Gmail, pull up your Hotmail, pull up your Outlook, whatever you use, and send an email to info at ami.ca. Come on, that's super easy to remember. Info at ami.ca. I'm telling you to do it right now because space is limited. If you want one of these spots, you got to jump on it. And here's why you've really got to jump on it. If you attend, you receive a Kelly and Rumia gift bag. Everybody gets that. And everybody also is going to get their names entered into a draw to win one of two Apple gift cards valued at $500 each. Come on, you get to watch Kelly and Ramya, and you can win a gift card valued $500. Think of all the songs that could buy you on iTunes. There's also an opportunity to win one of five $50 Tim Hortons gift cards. Double, double, doubles. For your chance to win those great prizes, you have to be part of the live studio audience on November the 27th. So remember, you've got to send an email. You've got to take action. Info at ami.ca. Info at ami.ca. Coming up after the break, it's the regional news update. This is now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv.
Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts.